to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And if Hulk hides the zucchini, then what the fuck does She-Hulk do? I don't know. Um, Buries the broccoli? Well, the broccoli would be her own... I assume pubes. pubes. Yeah. So she buries stuff in the broccoli. She it. she makes broccoli and cheese soup. Ew. Ew. I don't like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> we'll reel it back a bit. Yeah. How about this? Okay. What if she lettuce wraps the hot dog? Ew. But oh, that's fi- yeah, that works, but it's gross. I don't think there's going to be a scenario where you're okay with it. That's fair. <laughs> she lettuce wraps the hot dog. Or lettuce wraps a sausage. Sausage, I guess. You could go sausage. Yeah. You shouldn't be lettuce wrapping either of those, so it doesn't matter. But sausage sounds a little more funny. Mm-hmm. Unless there's some kind of incest, then she's lettuce wrapping the zucchini. Ew, no. Inappropriate. I mean, I'm not doing it. Well, yeah, but you brought it up. <sighs> I mean, Game of Thrones made it a thing. Yeah, that's true. Like a mainstream thing. Game of Thrones <laughs> said it's okay, and then Pornhub was like, oh. Here you oh. are. Oh. <laughs> and now that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Pornhub was like, we got you. <laughs> okay. So you, you, you're you okay with uh, let us wrap the, the sausage then? I don't know that I'm okay with it, but I get where you're going with it. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Saying I'm okay with it is a little bit of a stretch. I just don't know what else I could go with. What are those things called uh, that like uh, peas are in? A pea pouch? A pod. A pod? What about, does she beat around the bush? <laughs> I would. I guess it wouldn't be around the bush. It would well, be like dead center of the bush. In and around, yeah. <laughs> Near the bush. <laughs> but the bush has to be, okay, yeah, because it would be green. It's green, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> beat around the bush, It's. it may be a contender. Yeah. <laughs> so question, if her hair goes from curly to straight, do her pubes go straight too? This is assuming she doesn't like wax it or something mm-hmm. either way. But, but here's the problem with that: if she goes, if her hair, if her pubic hairs go straight, then yeah. like she's not able to be by then, right? I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> Was there like any legal action? I guess she would know, right? Out yeah. Of anybody? Yeah. She gets sued for falsely having straight pubes and then getting with another woman. I don't think so. You don't think there's any kind of legal? No. I'm not a lawyer, but I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, you've, you've dabbled in bird law. Yeah. <laughs> Once in a while. When circumstances call for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let, let, we'll move on then. Okay. We'll yeah, on. we probably should. Before we get sued. Yeah. <laughs> for what? For making terrible Slander jokes. Slander on, like, <laughs> fake characters. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody at Marvel's like, how do they know? All right. Well, I have a story for you to start out our episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Also something you're not going to like. Okay. But I thought it was fascinating. Okay. Do tell. Okay. So, uh, there's been studies to suggest that spiders, specifically jumping spiders, may experience dreams while they sleep. They apparently have the same kind of movements that we see in cats and dogs when they are dreaming. I see. Uncontrollable twitching in a way that looked... A lot like when dogs and cats dream and have their little REM phases. Hmm. Okay. 
This is according to uh, biologists at Germany's University of Konstanz, Daniela Robler. It's got foreign letters, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was interesting that this is even a story. Yeah. Because isn't it, I don't know, for me it, it just seems like implied that all living things would dream. We have the consciousness, the self-awareness to put labels on what we're dreaming about. But I would assume that all living things also dream. Yeah, I guess they may not know the context of what they're of what they're dreaming. Yeah, in their, in their dreams, but they would theoretically have them. Yeah, I would assume that they'll that they dream as well. Unless there's something about like the brain development and how different species may not have the ability to because of parts not being the same. Maybe. I'm not a scientist. I just play one on on a podcast on a podcast. <laughs> Do you think if they have nightmares, they, like, jump up out of their sleep? If they're jumping spiders? Maybe. Also, that alone is terrifying to me. That you're now telling me that there's a category of spiders that just like to jump. They're just gonna jump at you. Yeah, the jumping spiders I know it's are a terrifying. Thing. Yeah. I know it's a thing. It just... I don't, I don't need to be reminded that it's a thing. Okay. Gotcha. What do you think spiders eat in their sleep? I would assume, like flies or like maybe really maybe there's like really big bugs that they couldn't normally like trap and so they're eating those in their dreams not like in their dreams like you know like there's like the stat like people eat like 10 oh, spiders like in their sleep like literally i mean yeah, i'm guessing nothing then maybe mites mites might be small enough to be accidentally uh, yeah, consumed they might eat that yeah i knew you were gonna go there did you yeah it's unfortunate yeah all right let's get into our uh New releases. I, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> yes, please. I <laughs> searched far across the interweb yeah. looking for things yeah. that I could put on our list for things that we would be interested in. Yeah. I failed miserably. <laughs> Are there things coming out? Yeah, of course. There's always things. Yeah. But nothing that caught my interest. Yeah. This week didn't have like... So what do I have on my list? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so instead I'm going to use my notable mentions. Okay. Which is go watch She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And let, let us know in the on social media or email us. Let us know if you think of a better description of what she would do during sex. Yeah. Across from hide the zucchini, <laughs> what would She-Hulk do? Yeah. So far, we have beat around the bush. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that's the winner so yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's have to really top that one. Yeah. I I mean, I'm curious to see people try though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's my my first one, House of the Dragon. That's on HBO. Mm-hmm. I think we brought that one up last week. It's it's already started up. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder for those that haven't watched it yet. Yep. Obviously, we'll probably talk about that a little bit later. Uh, and then Elvis, that biopic, is uh, also on HBO, uh, coming out on September 2nd. So I thought... Oh, it is. Okay. People might be interested in that. I personally don't give a fuck. So that's what I have. Now it's on to you. Well, I don't have a whole lot either, but I do have one big one. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The ring, the Rings of Power um, is 
coming out. And I'm excited to check that out. Seems like a dumb name. Why wouldn't they have just gone with Power Rings? That sounds... Unite. It sounds a little bit like Power Rangers or some kind of like... Go, go, Power Rings. Yeah, exactly. It sounds a little bit less Bling, 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 exciting. bling, bling, bling. Go, go, Power Rings. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm pretty excited to check that one out. Mighty Medieval Power Rings. <laughs> so, you're going to like remake, uh, like, you're going to make like a, a new trailer for it, but like in the theme of Power Rangers? No, it'd be better, obviously. Okay. Well, anyway, that's pretty much all I've got. It's a, clearly a big week. <laughs> so. it I Here's the thing. Is I felt like there was so much stuff, but like it's all trinkling in different weeks. And so it's not here for it. Like we, we yeah. have War of the Rings. Yeah. Like that's what we have this week. Yep. Theaters. There's like I, there was one movie that I could find for theaters. Yeah. Called Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. It's coming out. On the second, and also on Peacock the same day. Okay. We saw a trailer for this. It's like... Is it a comedy? Yeah. It's. I don't know if it's supposed to be like pro or not. It sounds like a parody. religion. Or... It definitely sounds like a parody. <laughs> but like basically it's like some like conspiracy uh, thing happens with some church. And like the pastor has to like basically restart his whole popularity and oh, go okay. up the ladder of of growing his audience again okay after like some shit goes down some kind of corruption within the church oh that's so weird corruption within the church i don't know <laughs> it, it looked like a comedy I, something yeah. like oh, yeah i'll probably check it on peacock but i'm not going to theater for it yeah that's how i felt about the elvis one too is like i was mildly interested and since i know it's mm-hmm. on hbo i'll probably check it out yeah i just wasn't interested in elvis i just i don't know i've never cared about elvis I'm not super into his music, like, but like... How did he die on the toilet? I, I don't know. Don't I'm care. Not more, I'm more so interested in for like the story of his life type stuff rather than his music. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's get into our good, bad, and ugly. Yes. All right. Sometimes. My good. Godzilla and Kong will team up again. I don't know if you caught that at the end of the last movie. There was that Marvel message. Godzilla and Kong will return. I'm making that up. It's not a thing. Okay. I was like, I don't remember that. Yeah, because it didn't happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, but according to WB and Legendary, they announced that they will be teaming up again for the next movie where they discover a colossal threat hidden within our world, challenging their very existence and our own. Dun, dun, dun. All right. I have to assume it's going to be like, what's that big fucking multi-headed thing feel like they already had it but like yeah doesn't it come back again as like a bigger creature in like the old godzilla movies probably i don't remember i'm not the right person okay. to ask on yeah that. that's true we we have a specialist we, we could yeah we, could. we should have asked a specialist about this <laughs> <laughs> that's very true yeah all right so to be determined we'll, we'll we'll update everybody next time yeah all right my bad shazam 2 and aquaman 2 have been delayed so these were the two that we thought were like the only ones that maybe are actually coming out. Mm-hmm. And they are now actually delayed again. They were like, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we, this is too much pressure to actually release. We're just, yep. we can't do this. Shazam 2, 
Fury of the Gods, I believe is the subtitle. Yeah. Uh, was going to be coming out December 21st, and it's now coming out March 17th of next year, 2023. Aquaman 2 was going to be that date of March 17th of next year. And now that's going all the fucking way Jesus to Christ. December 25th. That's the, ins- unless that's a placeholder. That's insane. I, I mean, it looks like they want that, like, you know, holiday yeah. fucking ownership. So do you think this is related to, like, the drama surrounding uh, Ezra Miller? Ezra Miller. Like, do you think there's anything related to that that's causing all of this? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Okay. Unless they have a role, like a cameo, in any of these movies. I don't think so. The only one I would From what I've understood, that. Shazam so far has been kind of isolated from everything else. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just very confused by all this. Like, why do they have to get delayed so many I, I mean, times? I, yeah. It's the... I mean, yes, we are still technically in a pandemic, but like... I assume that... The, I don't think it's about that. I, yeah, I don't either. It's new ownership, rearranging shit. Right, okay. They probably think they can get a better profit margin out of these dates mm-hmm. because they don't have other shit to fill. And they're, I know there's other movies that they're like swapping around that are not DCEU. Yeah. But... These are their big hitters, I think, and they probably, I'm sure the Flash movie is something that they are looking into how they're going to approach that, so mm-hmm. this might be their cushion to figure that out. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. It's the new leadership strategic plan change, I'm sure. It's just so weird. Yeah, that's true. And no reason has been given, mm-hmm. other than our speculation. Yeah. So. Which you can take. As the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> All right. And my ugly. Boy, is it ugly. Yeah. Netflix cancels Resident Evil series after one season. Wow. This originally aired on July 14th of this year. Mm-hmm. What? That's like, what? Not even two months ago? That's embarrassing. They and didn't even give it two months before they were like, never mind. We're good. I, it looks that way. <laughs> that's interesting. I guess it did that poorly. Like, apparently. Wow. They need to come out with, like, a new episode that just starts with the characters getting killed, and then it pops up, you are dead. <laughs> and then that's the end of the the, the show. Yeah. Like, we need resolution. <laughs> yeah. So this is my ugly, not because I'm like, oh no, this is mm-hmm. terrible, because the, the show was bad. Yeah. You know, we... we we went to our review about that stuff. Yeah. I don't even think we even talked about how bad the the, the characters were. Like, there were characters that were just not likable. Yeah. But uh, it's ugly because, like, this is a third attempt that Capcom has made to bring this franchise to movies and television. Mm-hmm. And it is not... I guess you could argue that the first time it worked because they made a shit ton of money. But as far as like the quality of it, it wasn't yeah, great. Right. But it passed for its time, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is this like the last nail in the coffin for Resident Evil to have a chance to be something great outside of video games? Do you think they'll finally figure out that they're not doing it right and try something different ever? I mean, it took them three tries to go, oh, you don't just do the same thing again? (laughs) So, I don't know. 
Interesting. I'm not sure. Yeah, it is quite ugly. All right, what is your list? Okay, uh, my good, this is a fun one. The Boys is adding Jeffrey Dean Morgan to the season four cast, according to Variety. There's, uh, we don't know the role yet, but he'll be a recurring guest star, and he's great, so it's probably going to be a great role. I think this is like an obvious, right? Because yeah. they brought on what's his name as Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. He's from that show, mm-hmm. uh, Supernatural. Yes. Right. Yes. The showrunner for the boys is the showrunner from that. Yes. Okay, like it all kind of makes sense, right? Yes. So I guess the bigger question is, when are we getting the other brother? Also, don't know his name because I don't <laughs> Jared, watch the show. Jared Padalecki, or is, is I, mean, I don't know. You were the one that watched the the show for many many seasons. Um. <laughs> I know he had like long hair. Um. He's like the real life version of yeah it's will ferrell in not the roxbury that brother he's like <laughs> yeah a, a real version yeah. of him he's in like i think he's in like walker texas ranger right now and i'm not saying that like a bad thing yeah yeah i know i know um yeah jensen ackles is the one that's soldier boy and jared mm-hmm. padalecki is the other one yeah. that would be interesting if they brought him on too so do you think he's gonna be a soup is the big question. Is he going to be a soup? Is he just going to be some random character? I don't know. He's usually pretty fucking menacing. So, like, he doesn't yeah. He doesn't have to be a soup to be menacing, I mean, though. he's been a soup before, right? He was in Watchmen as oh, the yeah. comedian, I think, was the character's name. Oh. I, like, forgot entirely. He was a lot younger back then. I forgot entirely about that. So, like, it's not out of the ordinary for him to be in a superhero role, right? But... I kind of wonder if he might be a character that's more of a pivotal move for some of the other actors. What if he's like the grandfather? I don't know if they've covered that character, you know, whatever. Uh, the son's mother. Okay, yes. The main son of the show. Yes. His mother. Yes. What if it's like her dad or something? I could see that. And like for whatever reason, he's like in the in the picture now for revenge or yeah. uh to get him back as custody i don't know some kind of a yeah whether it be political gain or or whatever some kind of move that's gonna play out i wouldn't be surprised if it's not a soup itself yeah they also look like they're going to be focusing a little bit more on the political situation in one yeah, the white yeah. house that's so kind of what it looked he could like. easily be someone in the white house yeah. as well we might not even know he's tied to yeah. to, to the sun yeah. until later on yeah. right it, mm-hmm. that could be like an oh shit moment yeah or you just think he's just some random guy who's got his evil plan or whatever yeah and then oh yeah there you go yeah that's true could be anybody but what i do like about this show is like they they take characters that have like no real story in the comic and then they make one for him so like soldier boy was pretty irrelevant yeah in the comic but they they gave him a whole backstory for this one you know so like they could just easily go that route if they they pick any character that they have a name for and they're just kind of like oh what are we gonna do with this guy now you know like yeah it is possible he could be a soup or become a soup or whatever Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't be shocked if they didn't necessarily go that route yeah. All right. Uh, my bad. 
not my bad, but you know, my yeah. bad. You thing. apologizing for yeah. having that as your good? I'm not apologizing. Apologize. I, I am apologizing for what's going to happen on Saturday, September 3rd. Saturday. Saturday <laughs> I have Saturday, no fault Saturday, in this, but I'm Saturday, still apologizing. Saturday, September 3rd. <laughs> um, it's Cinema Day, I guess, and theaters are going to be offering $3 tickets on that day. Um, more than 3,000 theaters across the U.S. are going to celebrate National Cinema Day, including AMC, Regal, Cinemark, and some others. So on the surface, this sounds great. Like, oh, cool, cheap, cheap theater tickets. But then at the same time, it's like, okay... It's a billion degrees, a lot of, it's going to be really hot in a lot of places that mm-hmm. weekend. Everybody and their brother and sister and mother and uncle are going to want to go to the movie theater. And it's going to be a massive shit show. So yeah. I'm a little concerned about that. <laughs> Let's just say this. When you have a free-to-play game, the audience isn't always the best. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just going to get weird. Maybe it's just our area. Yeah. But I'm fully like, I'm not going to the theater that day. No, 100%. No, absolutely not. Even though we wouldn't even have to pay because yeah. we have a membership. Well, we, we'd pay, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we yeah, wouldn't yeah. pay additionally. I would just avoid the theater that day. Just on Yeah, no, I'm not saying about the $3. I'm yeah, saying yeah. like, because I don't want to risk going to movies with a bunch of people who are like, not typically going to movies and they right. just don't know the rules. Yeah. Like, I don't know how that's possible. Like I, I feel like you, yeah, I don't know how you, you can know, be an adult. You're born and you just know fucking theater rules. I not feel to like. like sneeze on your neighbor or like, like, put like rest your elbow against. It's just like there's so many yeah. things that people go to theaters just lean and lean over and just start eating someone's popcorn. Yeah, exactly. What did he say? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I know you? <laughs> or like. The one where they're like the guy had his child on his shoulders. That one was so insane to me. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. I was behind them, I would have fucking lost my mind. So I don't know. It's just gonna be a giant yeah. shit show on. It Saturday. could just be we're in an area that has like the worst possible audience combination yeah. ever, and other theaters are like completely normal. Maybe, yeah. But for us, this is not a good sign. Yeah, we will be avoiding the theater that yeah. day. You do whatever what, with that information, what you will. Yes. <laughs> But it's good for people. I guess. Who may have a bunch of kids and they can't, uh, you know, go to movies all the time. That's true. Yeah. So, to, to see the positives. Yeah. Okay. So. You're right. I guess I was being a negative Nancy. It's okay. Yeah. All right. Um, my Ugly. We brought this up a little while ago that there's going to be a horror movie version of Winnie the Pooh. And there is now a trailer. And it is fucking ugly. <laughs> The trailer itself is ugly. The story, just everything about it's ugly. The tra- the trailer doesn't look terrible, but knowing oh, I mean, it looks bad. It me- the movie it- looks like it's very low quality. It does look. Low it budget. looks like one of those like the asylum straight to it's, streaming. Yeah, not even that straight to DVD. <laughs> yeah, but like we don't even go to streaming services anymore. Yeah, like it's too the streaming service wouldn't take it. They're like put it on DVD. <laughs> No one, won't, no one wants to see this. <laughs> um, like the quality of... It didn't look like a uh, one of those ones that will find like the Velo- like Velocipaster where like the trailer looked like it was like personally shot. Mm. But it like the quality of in that way looked okay. But as far as like 
There's just what's a certain shine to this like, yes. level of movie that you yeah. just you could you just know it. It's when you just see it. I'm not happy with the story. What they're doing, it's like now it is a little more clear that the story is that they are Winnie the Pooh. Okay, see, I was still unsure with oh, the trailer. I thought it was more. So clear. they are actually they, the stuffed animals come to life. Or they're yes. So that's what that's I'm what getting it is, at. Right? Is, yeah, they're is stuffed that, animals. Do I not know Winnie the Pooh? That's what I'm getting. They were at. they stuffed were stuffed animals, animals right? They yes. weren't actual animals. Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, so there's it's a character like, is my in this. Alive? There's a character named Christopher Robin. Yeah. Uh, and then these are there's Winnie the Pooh it, and it looks Piglet. Like, it looks like they just got beef that they were no longer played with. Yeah, he like left them there, and then they like went. They said they they turned wild or something crazy, and then then now they're just like murdering everyone. And there's like your typical. Terrible, like, hot tub pool scene or whatever. I think it was a hot tub. Yeah. It was, like, a bunch of, like, young women in bikinis. It's just, it. the whole thing was yeah. bleh. I mean, it, yeah. it definitely got better from that, yeah. that point on. Yeah. The trailer looked a lot I, better. I hated all of it. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> so, it was ugly overall. So, would you watch this movie just out of how ridiculous it is? Or are you like, no? I... This is absolutely a no. I would start it. I can't commit to finishing it because I'm worried I would just be like, this is I feel like you have in your head when you see like scary movie trailers that like you think the movie's going to be way scarier than it ends up being. No, I don't think it's going to be scary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Felt like you did. I don't. Okay. I think it's going to be like terrible. Okay. Like bad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or apparently ugly. Ugly. Terrible, bad, and Not bad, ugly apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Terrible, no good... What is it? Something, something, no good day? Couldn't tell you. I have no clue Whatever. what Whatever. It about. doesn't matter. Anyway, I don't think it's going to be great. It's going to be ugly. But I don't think it's going to be that scary. Okay. I remember, I think, like, Tigger supposedly gets murdered by them, right? Isn't, isn't that, like, a thing? Like, there's, is it like, Tigger or uh, I think it was, like, confirmed that Tigger was killed by them or something in this story. Yeah, there's, I'm sure, going to be some insane Which shit. is weird. Like, you think Tigger would be the one that would be, like, a helping... Who kill, you know, not Piglet. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mr. Pink Sweater. <laughs> yeah. Also, why isn't he wearing a pink sweater? Uh, he found some other clothes, I guess. I hate it. Yeah. I'm with you. Now this, now this trailer's Now you're terrible. getting it? Okay. I don't think Pooh had a red shirt on, did he? I don't know if he had a shirt How on. funny... <laughs> <laughs> there were no rules. <laughs> How funny would it be... If he's just shirt cocking the whole movie. Oh my god. That he doesn't would be even have so pants funny. on. That would be hilarious. Pooh is just walking and his dicks is hanging out. He's got his red shirt on and then his dick hanging out. I don't think he's going to have a dick because that probably is one of the reasons he's so angry. Yeah, is that what he's mad about? I mean, there's always like dick. hot chicks around and he can't do anything about it. Yeah, he's just sexually frustrated. Yeah. Although, can you be if you don't have a dick? I don't know. Like, where would the. Where would the uh, the hormones come from? That, that... I mean, they could be inside. I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. I don't know how it works in this theoretical. Maybe that's what, the, world. that's what he's mad about. That's why they're mad at uh, Christopher Robin? Maybe Robin cut his dick off. Yeah, the... he saw Game of Thrones. He's like, I want to play that, and then he cut his dick off. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Wiener, 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 yeah. wiener. We should, pro- we should probably see if there's any news you want to talk about. <laughs> okay. I mean, I thought that was part of our news. I mean, I guess it is, but yeah. Okay. 
like this hypothetical game was. Yeah. You know what would also be really cool, and then we'll move on, mm-hmm. is if his shirt is white. And then it's at the red start of the movie, of... and by the end of the movie, it's red yeah. from all the blood of killing people. Yeah, that would be pretty little cool. Symbolism, yeah, in the the fucking story. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, they're not gonna do it. No, probably not. Cowards. It doesn't seem like a symbolism kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> all right, moving into some of our quickies, or are they? I guess we'll find out in time. Yeah. Twisted Metal has wrapped filming on season one. This is according to the showrunner, Michael Jonathan Smith. So, this is one of the PlayStation properties that they are making for television. This, I believe it's going to be on Peacock, if I am correct. Okay. And this is basically an apocalyptic world where people fight via cars. Okay. It's an old school PlayStation 1 game. I think they had maybe a game on PS2. Has kind of fallen off the uh, radar for Wasn't a while. Wasn't there a game like not too long ago that was coming out that was like a Battle Royale, but you were like a car, cars? Oh, yeah. Is there Destruction any... All-Stars yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah, that game failed miserably. Oh, okay. So nothing like that That was then? a PlayStation. I mean, it's probably, but that's like more like a Fortnite feel to that's it. That's true, yeah. Versus it's very this kiddish. is more like... Yeah, like, I don't know. Metal? Yeah, I guess. Because they're on cars. Yeah. And just the name's Metal. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, and it's twisted, you know? Yeah, I get it. Like cars. Umbrella Academy director uh, is going to adapt Horizon for Netflix, which is the other PlayStation property that's coming to television. So, looks like they're kind of putting their paws in a bunch of different services, you know, as Mm -hmm. we kind of have seen. So, Netflix is getting this also apocalyptic world where uh, robots have taken over. Yeah. But not just any kind of robots. Robots that look like animals. Yeah. And dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Still a lot of apocalyptic scenarios. Yeah. (laughs) I know that it's, it sounds very fanboyish, but uh, Sony's very good at a very particular type of story. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem that way. Uh, anyways. So, yes. Steve Blackman uh, has confirmed he's the showrunner, or he's going to be the director for the series, that Aloy will be the main character in this telling of I mean, the series. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, I was like, was there a question that it wouldn't be? I mean... Were they concerned it was, like, not... It was going to be about somebody else in the universe or something? Yeah, I don't know. But, like, logically, you would start with Aloy because it's not, like, a well-known property to people who aren't gamers. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another, like, metal that you could name. You're the scientist. Aluminum. Although, is that what Aloy is? Titanium. Titanium. Yeah, maybe it's a story about a new girl called Tit. <laughs> Tit Anne. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess we do, because they're saying it's not. Yeah, but yeah. I guess we do Until know. we read this, we didn't know. You're right. It could have been Tit. Yeah. The main character of Horizon on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. I kind of hope we get that now. I don't think we're gonna. Season two. Okay. Season two. Okay. And then maybe we'll turn to a spinoff. We don't know. We'll see. You have to make sure you write a letter. Yeah. 
Alright, uh, side note for that story, uh, uh, the Umbrella Academy Season 4 has been renewed, and it's going to end on that season, so. Okay. We gotta finish up Season 3, I think we're only like one or two episodes in. Uh, hearing good things about it, though. Yeah. Alright, next up, WandaVision director, there are a lot of director stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Shackman is in early talks to join Marvel as the Fantastic Four director. This is via Deadline. Interesting. So, he was working on like a Star Trek film, and I think the reports are he's leaving that project and in talks with Marvel. So I think it's just the, the conclusion is he's dropping that to do Fantastic Four. Okay. Uh, so... I'm kind of into this idea. Uh, WandaVision was one of my favorite series on Disney+. Plus. Kind of was what started the whole next phase, right? It mm-hmm. felt like. Yeah. Fantastic Four is going to tie, I assume, into the multiverse more. Wanda was also kind of, in a way, part two was in Doctor Strange. So, like, I feel like this kind of, like, organically works. It makes sense story-wise, narrative, why he would be involved Go into the Fantastic Four. Yeah. To me, it kind of also just says that, like, they are going to be a multiverse story. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think this is exciting news. Hopefully it sticks. You know, sometimes things dance around quite a bit before production starts on something. I think it's pretty much in the bag. I don't think we have to worry too much about it being like, oh, never mind. Yeah. And take it from me, somebody who has no clue. I'm just... (laughs) Thinking off of you hopes. seem like an expert. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like when like someone posts shit on like the internet mm-hmm. and the comments it's like, What's your source? Trust me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very that's, reliable. That's that, yeah. Yeah. That's what this basically is. Got it. Alright. Also in the Marvel Realm, Wonder Man series. We talked about this being a thing. Uh, it's going to see the return of the character Trevor Slattery, uh, played by Ben Kingsley. This is via Variety. Uh, so this is an interesting one. Hmm. So we've seen him in multiple projects. You know, obviously he came in with Iron Man 3 as the Mandarin. Uh, we've seen him in the short where he was taken from prison. Mm-hmm. And then we've seen him in Shang-Chi. Yes. And so... I guess it would make sense because the the character is an actor. His whole premise is like he's like, you know, the the comic relief actor who is just trying to get the big gig, if -hmm. you will. Yeah. And we know Wonder Man is a character who actually does stunt work in the comics for movies. So it could be some kind of like relationship there that they have. Although like theoretically, wouldn't Trevor Slatery be like a wanted man? Since he was broken out of prison, given yeah. the, the MCU canon. Yeah, that's a good point. Because he was broken out of prison, and then he was imprisoned by the quote-unquote true Mandarin. Yeah. This is all spoiler stuff for people oh. who haven't seen this stuff, but yeah. like, I feel like you should have It's been a long now. time. If you haven't seen it now, you're not gonna. Yeah. Take <laughs> it from us. Trust us, bro. Trust us, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think, she, do you think he's just going to be the comedic relief? Do you think he's going to have like a bigger role? Like, what... Are like... we going to see what's that fucking butt face creature? 
what was his name like Gregory or something I, I don't know I know like, it was silly but I don't remember what it insane. was it's possible I don't know I feel like he definitely they definitely leaned hard into the comedic relief in Shang-Chi so mm. I feel they're probably gonna go that route again I mean it feels like that's his character now right yeah ever since the reveal that he's not the Mandarin yeah he's just this goofy actor mm-hmm. yeah it also kind of feels like I mean did <laughs> Is that not You're an not accurate wrong. description? It's not an incorrect description. <laughs> I so here's my question, I guess. Um, does it feel like they kind of are taking characters and making them like that kind of plug and play comedic relief for these movies now? Like they're taking villains and then making them silly, yeah, reinformed like re- reformed citizen type characters, yeah. It does I feel like feel we're that seeing way. that in some of these properties more recently. Yeah. Morris. Morris. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know why I thought Gregory. Morris needs less ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Gregory, it feels like that would have been. It, name. Yeah. He probably had a brother named Gregory. Yeah. <laughs> he was a real ass. Okay. <laughs> he had a butt chin. So I guess the, another mystery role. We don't really know, but yeah. like I, I guess we know the character. So I guess it's just the context of why he's going to be in this. I assume it's going to be tied to acting. Yeah. Hence, he's an actor. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. WB may have found its Feige for the DCEU. This is via the Hollywood Reporter. Here we go again. Uh, Dan Lin is reportedly in talks to be the company's DC chief, controlling TV and film. Uh, he'll be reporting directly to WB Discovery CEO David Zaslav if this is true, which I guess means that, like, does that make him just kind of, like, a yes man for the CEO? Or do you think he'd have more of a say? Like, it just feels like what's the reason that he would be, like, directly... Because he would have full creative control over... The DC stuff. But we've also seen, like, David Zaslav say things like he wants to put more focus on, like, characters that have been abandoned, like Superman and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, like, maybe he's got, like, this vision that he has that he wants somebody who's just going to do what he's telling him to do. Maybe. Or maybe he has, like, certain things he wants to make sure don't get lost. But for the most part, like, somebody needs to take care of it. These are the characters I want to continue with. Anything else is up to you. Yeah. That could be it. Okay. I mean, I guess I it just it just feels like it's hard to even take the DCEU seriously at this point. I know they got their ten year plan now that they've set up, and they're like, "Oh, just do what Marvel did." Yeah. But like now, that's like another ten years. We got to wait to see like the the satisfaction of that payoff, if that's even a thing. Yeah. You know, like what if we're sitting through another ten years of more not good movies? Yeah, that is a risk. Like. You can only reboot so many times. Just ask Resident Evil. Yeah. I guess you could say Spider-Man too. It's true. Batman. You could ask a lot of things. Okay, I guess you could reboot a lot. It's yeah. There's really no there's limits. There's no limits. There yeah. seems there's no limits. Yeah. I stand corrected. All right. Um, That's kind of it for our news. It's been a lighter week for us. Yes, indeed. So for those not familiar, here's how a rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, 
or DTF. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, first up, let's just get it. You know, let's stop beating around the bush. <laughs> or start. Let's start. She-Hulk. <laughs> uh, this is Disney+. Plus. It came out on August 18th. There's been, I guess, two episodes so far. And it follows Jennifer Walters, also known as She-Hulk, who is Bruce Banner's cousin. Yep. And after an accident, she ends up having the same exposure as Hulk, and now she hulks out as well. Yes. But she does it faster and stronger. Yes. But not bigger. He's still bigger than her. He's still bigger, yeah. But she seems to be, like, her theme song is that, anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah? (laughs) Hide the zucchini, then. (laughs) Hide two of them. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) We're going to make claims. Yeah. Follow through. Yeah. So, this is only, like, what, six episodes, I think, we're getting out of this. So, we're about a third of the way through. We're probably going to do an anatomy of She-Hulk, but mm-hmm. this is our spoiler-free. Yes. Uh, how are you feeling about this show so far? It's our first sitcom itty Yeah. from Marvel. Yeah, so I'm enjoying it, but I think there's... Uh, and. I've seen this in the trailers or whatever, so I'm not I'm not considering it a spoiler, but like the fourth wall stuff. I feel like I didn't want to see that. I don't know if that's something in the comics of She-Hulk. Maybe it is. I think it is. But I feel like I associate that with At Deadpool. Least certain ones, I think she does. Okay. It just seems it it's unexpected coming from her, and some of it seems a little bit like over the top. So just because of your exposure to Deadpool, it feels kind of yeah, like... Yeah, like that's a Deadpool thing. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's not original. Right, it doesn't... Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Which may or may not be the order in which things happened, but that's yeah. just my experience. So here's my thing with this show, is I feel like it's not... Like, I know they're calling it like a sitcom, and they're calling it a comedy, and mm-hmm. like, it's like... It, it... Am I enjoying it? Yeah, I'm enjoying it, but I can't sit here and say that I'm... I'm laughing out loud watching this. Like, I'm not. Like, there's things I'm like, oh, I'm assuming that's the joke. But, like, it's they aren't, like, reactively funny to me. Right, It's right. like, I feel like pretty much every other movie we've seen, or show even, we've seen more comedy, in my opinion, than yeah. we've seen in this one. Which is very weird to me when this is called the comedy genre. Like, I feel like the comedy, it's very limited in this. But, like, it's also not great. Yeah. It doesn't hurt the show, but it doesn't really make it... It doesn't define it. Yeah. There's some things about it that bother me, too. I feel like the... This is a, a dumb thing, but... <laughs> um, there's some scenes where when she's She-Hulk, she's got whatever outfit is that she's wearing is clearly tight, and then it still fits her when she shrinks down to her normal self Uh and it's like baggy and that makes sense but then Mm. there's other times where she's wearing like an extremely baggy suit as she-hulk and i'm like where in the fuck is that gonna like she's just gonna be swimming in that whenever she shrinks back down so that doesn't make sense i can explain that okay so uh that's just marvel being sexist oh they uh will show thor nude in a movie, mm-hmm. but they won't do the same to a female character. Yeah. 
Is that sexist? That's sexist, if you ask me. Okay. I don't know if I would... Uh, (laughs) Seems pretty sexist. I don't know how I feel about that definition of sexist. uh, It's not given equal opportunity to the other gender, so... Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, I am... I like the little bits where she's with Bruce are funny, but then I also felt like Mm. some of it went on for too long. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's just there to like let the audience know, like, see, it's tied to this, and yeah. see, it's a character we all like, so uh, just get, you know, like watch it. this one too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do not expect Hulk to be a big part of the whole series. I think no. he's just kind of a intro type character. Let us get familiar, and then he's out. Uh, but we'll see. Well, you know, we'll see what happens with that. It has, like, a very uh, 90s feel to it, but, like, yes. it's also very, I don't know. It's not dated to me, but it just feels like it's not something I'm expecting by the end to see some big oh shit or reveal or anything. I feel like this is going to be very, like, what you see is what you get. Like, so far, I don't even think we've really had much of a, like, there's a villain. It's just kind of, like... Just follow her now that she's She-Hulk. Yeah, that's true. I think the one thing that is interesting about, that's unique about this show, is that you get this superhero who doesn't really want to be a superhero. So that's like a kind of a different point of view than we're we're used to seeing with all these other Marvel characters, typically. Mm -hmm. So I'm enjoying that. Yeah, usually it's characters that like, don't have powers and want to, or just... Whether they had powers or not, they were, I want to be a hero, yeah. Yeah, they're like somebody who's like, you shouldn't be using those powers. And they're like, but I want to be a superhero. So this is like very opposite. And so it's it's definitely refreshing to see a different perspective. Um, And I'm interested to see where it goes. But yeah, it's not like rolling on the floor laughing funny at all. What would you, so what would your rating be? Um, Initially, it's a, it's a slice it. Okay. Yeah, I, I would have to say it's a slice it for me as well. I... I'm enjoying it, but I don't really feel like it's going anywhere for me. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Like, you know, like we've had a lot of stuff recently. So, like, yeah. it is kind of nice to have, like, more of a breather. Yeah. Just something to watch, fill the time, but, like, not feel like you're, like, you got to know what's happening. Yeah. Something is happening, though, in each episode, apparently. Yeah, stuff is happening, but, like, it no, just... No, I... <laughs> oh. I meant QR codes. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Which I've yet to see a single one, so clearly I'm missing it. But yeah, so yeah, make sure if you're watching this to look for QR codes in every episode, and they yeah. give, they're giving you an issue of uh, She-Hulk to to read for free. Got it. Uh, the oh, first yeah. issue was like a really old issue of her origin story, like old school. Okay. Art. Yeah. Um, and the the other one was like a more modern run, and it was. Kind of the same thing, but a different backstory. Gotcha. So I, I read them both. They're they're pretty cool, but nice. Uh, it's just it's fun that they're doing that. You know, they're giving you kind of more to learn about these characters. Yeah. Obviously, it helps them because if you enjoy what you read, you're gonna probably go buy the issues, right? Yeah, so exactly. They're doing it just as a little teaser to get you to go buy some comics, but yes. Yeah, so look for those every episode. They did the same with like uh, Moon Knight, I think, and did they do it with Miss Marvel? I don't know if they did. I don't know. All right, let's move on. Okay, um, next up we have The Sandman. 
The Sandman came out on Netflix on August 5th. It was developed by Neil Gaiman and David S. Goyer and Alan Heinberg, and it's based on The Sandman the book by Neil Gaiman and Sam Keith. Um, I actually listened to the audiobook first, um, because when I heard this show was going to be being a thing, I was like, I, they had a sale on audiobook or something, and it had... Um, James McAvoy and like a bunch of other like super famous actors and actresses like doing the voicing in the audiobook so I was like fuck yeah and then I waited and I forgot to listen to it until I was like oh shit this is coming out I better do that kind of bit me in the ass though because like I was expecting those people like not literally them but I was picturing the characters as the people that were reading the characters so whenever I started watching the show some of the people look wildly different than I was expecting but other than that um it's basically a show about lots of different like supernatural creatures but the primary main character is the sandman who is like uh the king of the dreaming like the sleep realm mm-hmm. the um, sandman the sandman yeah um also known as morpheus and there's several other names he has as well um and he's one of the endless along with several siblings uh death desire despair destiny i can't remember the other ones but got a lot of d a lot of d's names yeah um he's got he's got one called dick (laughs) so um overall it was pretty much what i expected they they did not as much as the book says or does um there were definitely some really intense things when I was listening to audiobook that I like I my jaw dropped and I was like uncomfortable like listening to mm-hmm. and they did not do them in the show mostly like they made it really tame or they just much didn't do tamer it at all? much tamer or not at all yeah. okay most of it was like they really tamed a whole episode there was a lot of other things that happened in, in the book that Is they did the diner yeah the yeah, diner okay. was whoo yeah okay there's a few other things too but that was like the big one gotcha yeah, for me, I you know I started this with you, and I I feel like I was on for a while with it, but like I don't, it just it's not for me. It's I felt like they introduced characters and then they were just gone, <laughs> and there was like no actual story purpose for those characters. Yeah. Other than to be like, hey, this is the name of a character you you recognize. Yeah. So, so get 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 excited and then you forget about them. Yeah, I think and that I thought was, it was really weird that they did that kind of stuff. I, and I agree. I think that there was some weird jumping around, which I got really confused by when I was listening to the book. But since I had listened to the book, I recognized some names and I was like, "Oh, this person's important. I understand what's mm-hmm. going on here." But if you hadn't, then you would be like, "I don't know who this fucking person is and why you just spent twenty minutes introducing me to them and to never see them again." But this is a DC property, so like if yes. you just know anything DC, like you're gonna recognize some of these names That's and how true. they tie to the bigger picture, right? Even if this is like its own thing, I don't know. But right. like, there was names. I'm like, huh, interesting. But then like nothing came by that character. So yeah. I'm like, well, I'm glad they wasted our time with that. <laughs> And then it just, I don't know, it just felt like this this show was all over the place for me. Like, it felt like every, the first few episodes felt like it was going one way, and then after that it was like, oh no, this is a different story we're going to tell now. And they're like, oh no, you know, we're going to tell this story over here. It just felt like, 
you've lost me. I don't not not that I'm not understanding what's happening. I'm fully understanding what's happening, but like you've lost me as a viewer because I just don't fucking care at this point. It just felt like it was so boring, and I don't know. I just I, this was not at all what I thought it was going to be. I knew nothing about the character, but I've heard nothing but great things about this this book, uh-huh. this comic, whatever the fuck it is, graphic novel. Yeah. Um, I know people were all hyped for this show, and I was just like, this is it. This is what we got. Yeah. And I was very confused by that. I'll say this, though. Hmm. If they ever make a live-action family guy... Yeah. <laughs> this lead actor guy, get him as Quagmire. Tom Sturridge is Giggity, giggity. He's got the jawline <laughs> to play Quagmire. Um, you know what's funny is I was looking him up because... Um, and I feel like... In any picture that he's not in the show, it's not nearly as pronounced. So I feel like there must be something they're they're doing with makeup or prosthetic to make it look more aggressive. Maybe. It's possible. Because, like, he has, like, a jawline. Oh, does he have one? But it's not... I used to. (laughs) So, like, this one's from an old picture, but, like, look at that. He just looks like a random... Well, he also looks way younger. But anyways. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I don't know, it just... Also, it was hard for me not to see him be like, he's uh, Robin Pattinson's uh, <laughs> double. Like, he's just yeah. like, he's a stunt double. Like, I yeah. just... I don't know. Yeah. You hear him talk, he's like really deep voice. Yeah. And I'm just like, this does not match the guy I'm looking at. Yeah. I it's... don't know what was going on. It's like uh, Twilight on steroids. <laughs> But still scrawny. Like, I don't... Yeah. It was definitely interesting. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. But I think it was a different situation. Like, it would have been different if I had not Mm -hmm. listened to the book already. If I hadn't had the background, I would have been so fucking confused. Because there were many times where you're like, well, wait, this person, that, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, this and that. But it's like, I knew it from the book. Just because I feel like they jump around too much. Yeah. And it's like, they have characters. I'm like, oh, so this is going to be the villain. Uh, no, no, they're oh, not. They're no, just they're, they're just here for a couple episodes. Yeah. Oh, this is the villain. Yeah. Oh no. no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I just you need to give me more structure to what the like I get what you're I get what you're saying with each episode, but like I'm not seeing the connection, and by the end I didn't feel like I got that connection. Got it. And yeah. It just, there was no satisfaction for me. Yeah. It was. I guess the satisfaction was that it was over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this was a it was a slice it from me. Okay. I I did enjoy seeing the story played out like visually. It was different than I expected, but it was it wasn't like I didn't not like it. Well, I understand why it's called the Sandman. Yeah. Because it definitely was putting me to sleep. Okay. <laughs> I'd have to say it's a burnout for me. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Is it obvious? Yeah, based on everything you said. Is it If it was anything obvious? other than a burnout, I would have been shocked. <laughs> what if I was like, you know what? It's a, I don't know. I'm going to rewatch the whole thing just to let you know next time. Nah, I don't think you would do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe I will now. Out okay. of spite. Out of spite? Okay. Yeah. Anything else you got to say about the Sandman? No. The Man that's, of Sand? That's it. Mr. Beach himself. Yeah. All right, moving on. Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. This came out on August 21st on HBO slash HBO Max. It's I think it's technically on 
HBO if you don't have Max. But, oh, right. Okay. Uh, we have Max. We, we got the Max, so everything's yeah. just Max to us. Yeah. Uh, series created by Ryan Condal with J- George R.R. R. Martin based on Fire and Blood by George R.R. R. Martin. So, yeah. I see, I did not realize that this was actually based on other books. I thought this was, like, made-up stuff for... Like, you know, like a new thing. Yeah. So it's actually based off other books then. Um, it The Fire and Blood was, I believe... Was the original show based off Fire and Blood at some point? Now I'm curious if it's just well, like, this is just shit that was like left out of the other stuff because it was different time period. And then now they're just throwing it together into yes, its own it's show. Yes, it's a different... Um, it's... it's it says the first volume was released November twentieth, twenty eighteen. So, okay. It's, so he their source material. He then. wrote another book called Fire and Blood that's based on the Game of Thrones bullshit, yeah. but it's specifically about the Targaryens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. This series crashed on the series premiere. They crashed the service mm-hmm. for about thirty five hundred viewers. Which is like an oddly small number. Did we watch it on the opening night? No. No, okay. I was like, we didn't have so any I was issues. too tired, and then I saw this I saw this thing about it crashing, and I was like, it's a good thing we didn't try to watch it. It I probably wouldn't help that. I don't know. It might have affected <laughs> us. Yeah. I don't know if it's like regional based or... I don't know, but I thought it was like... you're using, like who knows what it was. It just is such a, like, a comically small number for like a massive it, it, streaming I know, service. I was thinking that too. I was like... <laughs> I was like, there's probably like, like millions of people watching this show. How do they even detect a crash? How is that even like a, does that even matter? Yeah. I would call that user error. Yeah, exactly. Or like somebody's internet wasn't working. Yeah, you know? right. Like, the roommate was like downloading too much porn. Yeah. In the other room. Yeah. Or in front of them. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> uh, so this is already confirmed for season two, apparently. I mean, I'm not shocked. Yeah. Uh, it's Game of Thrones, of course, right? That's true, yeah. You're not putting this kind of money in to not have it. Yeah. Um, so, I feel like this was a very safe... You know, we watched, I think, the first two episodes, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I feel like, so far, it feels very safe. I feel like the characters, and maybe this is, like, how they were written in the book, mm-hmm. but it does feel like a lot of these characters are very uh, characteristic of, like, stereotypes or characters we've already seen from the other series yes just kind of like regurgitated yeah or slightly different but like you get the idea of like they're this kind of character yeah they're gonna have this kind of like menacing thing going on behind the the scene or you know like they're the strong independent person like Mm -hmm. i just like you could tell the rules that they're supposed to play there's based off the other show. There's definitely some repeating themes. So unless that's going to get completely flipped around at some point, it does feel it's kind of safe and predictable in that sense. Yeah. Like, I kind of have an idea that I already know where it's going. No clue if I'm right, obviously. But, I like, mean, I kind of... I, I mean, obviously, I haven't read the book. I didn't know there was source material for this. But, like, what I'm seeing, I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty confident I know where this is going. Yeah. So we did like a deep dive or at least I did a deep dive in like the ancestry of like Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen mm-hmm. back then and if I remembered more of it I'd be able to tell you exactly okay. what happened. I say, don't be spoiling shit. No me. I'm not going to. Okay. I don't remember most of it. I remember that it was like we knew okay. all these people back to this family so uh-huh. at one point we knew what would happen but I've forgotten it. Gotcha. So. 
So somebody out there already Somebody, knows. people know what's happening if they know the names. Okay. There's going to okay. be other, I'm assuming there's just going to be other events. This, this, is two, uh, this is 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. So this is what, between three to five generations, would you say? Yeah. Depending on how long they yeah, and live. And how long they live, yeah. That seems fair. So that's about the range of, of family members until we get to them. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think so. It'll be interesting to see if this is like something that kind of goes forward through the 200 years. Not obviously it would take like multiple seasons. Right, right, But like yeah. I wonder but if they would do that it is, all the way up or if it's like this is just telling it's one story and then they'd make like another show that tells like a different time period or something. They probably will because there's theoretically going to be a quote unquote end of the Targaryens at some point. Like, not end, but they're going to fall and the dragons yeah, are Yeah, I mean, whatever. based on what we know of Game of Thrones, like, yeah. we know nothing good happens by the end. Yeah, exactly. But this is kind of like, this is like Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like, the prequel movies, y- you know where it's going mm-hmm. because you've, you know, grew up with all the, the the first three movies. And so the prequels were like, well, I already know how this ends, but it's like the road to get to that point, not necessarily the outcome, but like getting there, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. I think it's fun. Uh, it's it's Game of Thrones. It's it, yep, that you know. It it, I think it's safe, but I think it's also working in their favor because I think they played it safe because of the backlash with the ending of Game of Thrones and how how it changed and the story didn't really flow like the other seasons. Expectation, and, yeah. And I think they really wanted to make sure they came out strong and and gave people what they're comfortable with, not yeah. so much something that's going to be. Uh, a gamble. Yes. That makes total sense. Um, interesting, too. Uh, uh, so, like, the first episode, did you know there was, like, apparently people are upset about there not being a spoiler warning for the birth scene? Oh, uh, what? Yeah. So, apparently people were upset that there was not a, like, or sorry, not a spoiler. Oh, a trigger warning. Sorry, not a spoiler warning. Uh, yes. Okay. A, a trigger warning. I a a warning that it could be graphic. I mean, did they not listen to what they were saying? Like you could tell. Well, I mean, did, did you not ever watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, but well, like even if you hadn't, it's on HBO. You have to assume there's going to be tits, <laughs> swearing, yeah, and violence, yeah, and probably incest also. Okay, well, yeah. So I'm saying HBO, not <laughs> right. every show oh, on oh, HBO. Oh, right. Has okay, incest. sorry. Just HBO, not Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, I'm just. Saying that even if they hadn't seen it, you hear them talking about what's going to happen. So maybe just skip forward then if you don't want to see it. I don't know. I just think it's like a non-issue yeah, type thing. It's a weird thing. I don't know if this is like a large group of people upset. I understand or there's like people. One person said something on Twitter and now it's like stories are being told of the world being pissed off. Well, there's like a million things in like the various groups on Facebook that I'm in that are like you have to put trigger warning for all of these type of items. Like, mm-hmm. potential, like, yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm not even going to go through the list. I cannot wait for the day that we see a Spider-Man property yeah. with a warning that message that, that if you are scared <laughs> if you're of spiders. you're don't watch this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know what I expected. <laughs> Anyways, I'm having a great time with it. I think uh, Matt Smith, I think he's done a great job with his character. Oh, yeah. Um, I know he wasn't very 
well received in Morbius, along with everybody in that movie. Fair. But yeah. uh, I think this is a good comeback for him. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I was pretty excited whenever he was cast in this because I know I, he's always really good. I mean, I've seen him in like other projects, but like I've never really seen him in like what he's known for with Doctor Who. So mm. I think I've seen like one or two episodes, but like, I've never really like watched the show. Yeah. I know he was like one of the more beloved doctors. He was really good in the from crime. what I understand. Yeah. Oh right, he was yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. He's the guy that wore the crown, right? Yeah, yeah, that's how it he works. The... <laughs> he just wore it around. He w- he uh, went to the dentist to get his crown filled. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> Wait, did he? No. Oh, I was like, did I guess that? <laughs> I was just messing. Like, this with show you. is getting real literal. I was just messing back with you. Oh, messing back. Yeah. You just got messed back. Um, yeah, the I, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, it's there's some weird shit going on, but I'm, I'm interested to see Game where it goes. It's I Game mean, of yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, this is one of the shows where I was like, I wasn't fully passionate about watching this. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna watch it, but yeah. like, I'm not waiting for it. Yeah. And then we watched the first two episodes, and I'm like. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not like, give me the next episode, but, like, yeah. I'm excited, I guess, I think for I will the, the prob- rest of the series. I will probably get to that point, because I think there's going to be some crazy shit go down, and it's going to be like Game of Thrones used to be, where it was like, when's the next episode coming out, you know? Like, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all got some crap? Yeah. <laughs> I think the second episode had more viewers than the first one, too, so... Yeah. That could just and speak the, for, like, you know, how popular the first episode ended up being. Yeah. And then it brought more people in to watch it. And then... Unless people were just like, oh, let's wait to watch more than one episode. And then, just as a side note, the they are not hiding... They're not being shy with dragons. Like, you see dragons. hmm And they're... They Dragging these balls... Okay. <laughs> because there was issues in Game of Thrones where it was like, they oh, here, there's going to be dragons. And then they were like almost never on the fucking show for a while. That's true. It took so, like half the show to yeah. even get to having Yeah. But so dragons, far, House yeah. of the Dragon is living up to its name. <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole show. Where's the dragon? Uh, they're, they're taking a nap. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in the house. They're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're in the house. They're in the dragon house. Yeah. Didn't you read the name of the show? You yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, so it's a large slice for me so okay. far. Okay. Yeah, I'd say large slice for me. I'm having a good time with this one. Poser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I had no rating until you said yours. Yeah. Obviously. I, like, I guess I'll just take what she says. Yeah. Or maybe I should burn it. Because that's what dragons do. Yeah. It's true. All right. That's it for that one. Yup. Okay. Next up, we watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. This was on streaming. Don't remember where. We we paid for this one. Oh, it's okay. on It was on, technically on Amazon, but we bought it. We bought it, yeah. They had a, it was like a, the Prime Day. They had, oh, yeah, yeah, buy yeah. it for a dollar or something yeah, stupid. I was something like, why really, the fuck yeah, not? Because I had a friend who said how funny it was. I yeah. was like, why not? Yeah. So I did that. Yeah. Um, it was written by Tom Gormican and Kevin Etten, direct, and it's directed by Tom Gormican. The summary or premise is: the fictionalized version of Nick Cage must accept a one million dollar offer to attend the birthday of a dangerous superfan, Javi Gutierrez. 
things take a wildly unexpected turn when Nick Cage is recruited by a CIA operative, Vivian, and forced to live up to his own legend, channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and his loved ones. You see, this summary makes it sound like a really fun movie. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Wait, did I did I not did watch I, this? Did I miss something? <laughs> uh, I feel like what we saw, while it does have these beats... And the story, mm-hmm. it felt like a completely different movie uh, tonally than what the trailer showed. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only comedy aspects that were like really in this movie mm-hmm. were in the trailer. That is very accurate. And I was really disappointed by that, especially when I had friends being like, this movie is so funny, mm-hmm. you've got to watch it. And then I watched it and um, I enjoyed it to an extent. Mm-hmm. I... But overall, I thought it was kind of overrated. I, I didn't... I don't know. Nick Cage did great. Uh, so, you know, I think him and Pedro Pascal had really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I think their characters worked well together. But, like, we also kind of saw that in the trailer. And I just... For me, I don't know. I This didn't really live up to, for the I guess, the hype of what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hate it. It was fine. I felt like it was a bit slow at times. I enjoyed the moments where they kind of had his character uh, references or whatever. There's mm-hmm. like this whole thing where he like has his internal monologue thing with like himself or he's yeah. like his his younger self. Yeah. And, you know, they kind of play that interesting with the trailer because you like don't get the context of that. Yeah. But like, oh, face off. Oh, this movie. Oh, that movie. I, yeah. I, I got like the references and all that stuff. But like it just felt kind of flat for me overall as far as. The comedy side yeah i liked it it was it was funny but it wasn't like mind-blowingly so um but i agree with you that most of the really good comedy was actually already in the trailer so that was kind of a bummer because i was like when you see the trailer you're like oh great there's gonna be more of that mm-hmm. no there's not no yeah. <laughs> i mean the whole movie i'm like thinking to myself when does it get to the really funny shit that i've been told happens yeah and I just felt like it never really got there. Yeah. Um, so, like, maybe if I watched it in, like, a different mindset of, like, this isn't supposed to be really funny. Like, maybe I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was a small slice. It it wasn't terrible. I, I, I had some fun with it, but I'll probably never go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a slice it for me. I, I mean, I could see myself watching it again, like. If it was, like, on TV, if we for some reason had TV and it was, like, playing and we didn't have any other streaming services, I would watch If it. we had TV, do yeah, we like, have no, TV? Yeah, no, like, if we had, like, cable, you know, okay. like, back in the day. Okay, If something's, like, just on a channel and you're, like, mm-hmm. looking for something to watch, like, I would watch it at So you're, point. like, if it was the last man <laughs> on Earth and I had to repopulate the world. Yeah. I wouldn't turn it off. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Listen, I didn't dislike the movie. It's just there's so many other things that I'd rather watch. So. <laughs> but I did enjoy my time watching it. The one time that I probably will ever watch what it. What did you rate it? Just a slice it. Okay. I was like, I feel like you're talking crap about it after your rating. And now I'm confused what your rating was. It was just average. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And finally we watched Orphan First Kill. 
This came to Paramount Plus on August 22nd. It actually apparently came to theaters as well on August what? 19th. Yes. It did? Yes. It is in theaters. <laughs> News to me. Yeah. I didn't know this until I did the research for this. Um, it was directed by William Brent Bell and the, the screenplay was by David Coggeshall. And the story was by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick and Alex Mace, who wrote the story and screenplay of the original Orphan movie. I don't know. David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. I don't know. Maybe leave some, like, (laughs) alphabet for somebody else. Maybe leave some names for the rest of us. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's how I felt when I was typing this fucking name out. I was like, is this two names? It's one. Yeah. Okay. It's knew, one person who identifies with two names. I, I knew that, that was gonna, I was going to struggle to say it, too, as soon as I was typing it. Um, so, basically, this shows the events that take place prior to the first movie, Orphan. Um, I don't necessarily want to get into too much detail. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> this is a slasher killer. Yeah. Thriller, whatever type. Yeah. B-rate movie. It's, yeah. It's a slasher pick. It's... Yep. Essentially, it's more of orphan. Yes. It... <laughs> um, Isabel Furman plays Esther Albright, the main character person. Yeah. Uh, Julia Stiles is in this, um, which I didn't realize. So I... that was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I saw like, her, on screen, I was like, "Oh, great! Now I get to hear the ten things she hates about this orphan." <laughs> um, and then the. Dad was played by Ross of Sutherland. I don't know what I recognized him from, but he was bothering me the whole movie. Yeah. And I was like, I should look this up, but I never did. Yeah. You probably wanted me to do it, and then I was like playing my game I want to say he's in Desperate Housewives as one of the husbands. He is Donald Sutherland's son. I don't know who Donald Sutherland is. Oh, okay. So. It's fine. Um, okay, let's see. What is he in? <laughs> Sorry to ruin that for you. Um, isn't he like... Okay, it doesn't matter. Um... I suspect you don't even know who that was. The Middleman, Guest of Honor, Backstabbing for Beginners, Dead Before Dawn? That sounds like something Okay, so he's not in Desperate Housewives. Uh, television. Let's see. No. Okay. Well, good. Because it's not like that's something I would have watched. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, he just had that kind of face. Yeah. Maybe it was just the beard. I don't know. Uh, Matthew Finland plays Gunner, who's the son, um, and Hiro Kan- Kanagawa is Inspector Donnan. He's in like a hundred million things. I feel like he's always the detective. He's always the detective, yeah. Um, and so there's definitely a lot of familiar faces in this. Mm-hmm. What what blew my mind was this is a sequel to a movie that came out in like the early 2000s. I want to say like 2004 or something stupid like that. Okay. Okay. The girl is playing the same character. Yeah. But not even the same character. The same character before she was yeah, in younger. the first movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she's like, what, like 20 years older or something stupid? Yeah. 18 years older? Mm-hmm. But I think they did a really good job at like kind of like making her believable as still this child in this film. Yeah, the makeup her, or whatever her they did. Murderer. Yeah. Fucking hobby. Yeah. Whatever they Which did. They never really explained why she's got this like 
obsession with just like hurting people. Oh, I don't think she. There's supposed to be a reason. It's she's just, a psychopath. You're just supposed. You're just supposed to be like, oh, it's it's. She's a psycho. Jason, it's Michael. Yes, it's exactly. Freddie, it's just yeah. it, that's just what they do. Yes. Okay. Um. I, the, my only big complaint about this, I, honestly, I thought it was actually better than I expected. Yeah. I think that there was like. Some changes to the story, and when I say changes, I mean like changes from what I was expecting. Yeah. That I thought kind of made it better, and kind of like, oh, I did. Yeah. Now I'm sitting up. Like yeah, I did not same. expect this, and was, now I'm more interested. Yeah, there was a couple of turns where I was like, hold on a minute, what just happened? Yeah, like I felt like the writing <laughs> felt better than it should have been for this yeah. movie, yeah. especially when I didn't know it hit theaters. Yeah, this was to me. Much more interesting than the first one, which is actually the, technically the sequel if you think timeline-wise, but you know what yeah. I mean. Um, because of the complicatedness of the plot. Yeah. So the part that bothers me mm-hmm. is this is called Orphan First Kill. Yes. But the very start of this movie, mm-hmm. we're told that she kills people. She's already done this. She's already been killing people. Yeah, yeah. And then she continues to kill people this whole movie. Yes. And like nowhere in this movie is it like... About her first kill because she's just casually killing people the entire movie. Yes. So like, why is it called first kill? Yes. It doesn't have any relevance to the actual plot. Yeah, it could be previous kill. <laughs> another kill. A different kill. Another- kill another day. Yeah. <laughs> Orphan, killed ya. Yeah. So I I agree that part was really odd. Yeah. Uh, also, like. I'm just going to say it. What? I feel bad for anybody who sees these movies and then has a chance to hook up with this this actress. Right? That's got to be terrifying. Yeah. I would be like, no. <laughs> I like being alive. Although, to be fair, like, when she's not all decked out in her, like, makeup, she looks completely different. Uh, I don't know. She doesn't look that different. Okay. And I feel like the character, what kind of makes the character more threatening is, like, she does just look like a person. There's not, like, she doesn't have a hockey mask. She doesn't have claw fingers. She doesn't have, you know, a chainsaw. Like, she's just... Yeah. She's just a quote-unquote little girl who's maybe dressed like a Victorian child. You wouldn't expect shit from. And then, you know, so, nah. (laughs) Nah. Nah. First to leave, okay? Yeah. Orphan first kill, meet Steven first to leave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell no. But I actually really did enjoy this movie. Um, it did what I guess you would expect by the end, but mm-hmm. um, thought it was much better than I would have ever expected. So for me, it was a, a large slice. I had okay. fun with this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I like this a lot more than I expect I expected to. I still am not like a huge fan of like the slasher genre, but like the plot and story of this one was a lot more interesting. So I will say it was a large slice it for I mean, me as well. It kind of wants me to go back and watch The Orphan again to see if like I can appreciate that one more. Maybe. Given like the like you see if like things from this one make it more subtle. Right. What happens in Orphan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it. That's yep. our that's our reviews for movies and TV. Yes. Uh, we are... Uh, if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to leave us a rating or, rating or review on whatever podcast service you're using. 
Ideally, if it's Apple Podcasts or iTunes, that'd be great. They help us get some exposure by rating us well. Um, don't forget to check us out on our social medias. We've got Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction. We've got Instagram, um, Dissecting This Fiction, I believe. Yes? Dissecting This Fiction? Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. And That's our podcast, yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm trying to keep track of which one's which. And then Twitter at DTFPod. <laughs> and our website is DTFCast.com. And you can send us an email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com. So. Or just ask your question out into like. The ether. The ether. And yeah. just hope that you get a ping back. Yeah, you could try that too. But we have a lot of ways that you can contact us, so. That being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> message in a bottle yeah well thank you everyone for listening and stick around for our gaming section if you're so inclined if you stuck around we're in our gaming section now (laughs) that was a good switch thanks (laughs) i had to give a little bit of silence to just make it like feel like yeah you know we're an intermission yeah i was like do i have something on my face like (laughs) glasses yeah that's true i do all right, shameless plug first off, speaking of sticking with us, mm-hmm. uh, I am streaming on Twitch. I am the number one sticky killer in Halo Infinite. If you want to follow along and watch me play, my Twitch handle is Classy Cat Dad. Make sure the ass is in there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Follow me there. I'll play other games, but so far it's been Halo, a lot of Halo. Now it's getting some of our releases. That was my that was my plug. Yeah. For for me. Yeah. Not you, just me. I know. Maybe if you started a Twitch channel, then I'd plug you. But yeah. yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> All right. New releases. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold has Gods Will Fall available from the first to the thirtieth. I'm going to click on this so I can see the the type of games these are because I actually am not familiar with any of these games. So, Gods Will Fall. The gods have lorded over the world for millennia, ruling with a cruel iron fist with the mans. You and your fellow Celtic Celtic warriors are the last chance for humanity. Okay, so it sounds like you just got to revolt against the gods. So it's like God of War, but budget-friendly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we have next double kick heroes available from september 16th to october 15th you're not gonna guess what this game is just by that title is it a fighting game you would think right <laughs> travel the post-apocalyptic freeways battling zombies and militia in your tricked out cadillac the gundillac oh okay Bang your head with your band through 30 levels of madness and heavy, heavy metal. What? Yeah, it's... Every... Nothing about this title. Never let them know your next move, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. The wheels on the Cadillac are just umbrellas. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Next, Thrillville is available from September 1st to the 15th. This one I feel like we've seen before. So this is a amusement park builder. You get to do everything from design roller coasters to go-karts, play mini golf on your own courses, and join friends for party games. I feel like we've seen that one before. Probably. And then last, their bigger title is 
Portal 2, which is available from September 16th to the 30th. Uh, and that's Portal. So, yeah. y- you don't know what Portal is. We can't help you. I can't help you. <laughs> I really can't help you if you don't know what Portal is. Yeah. All right. Uh, nothing for Game Pass that I could see that was like big titles coming out within this week. Um, but PlayStation has their PlayStation Plus Essential titles. Uh, Need for Speed Heat for PS4 is going to be available on the 1st. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is also available for PS4 on the 1st. And something called Toem on PS5. And that actually ironically looks like it's like a 2D, very artsy drawing type situation versus these other games that are like legit graphics. <laughs> so to see that one be PS5 and the other one's PS4 just kind of made me laugh. It's got to be related to the like touchpad thing on the controller, I bet. You think so? Yeah. If it's like artsy or whatever. That's my guess. I think it's supposed to be like a camera, like find things mm. in the woods. I don't know. It's okay. like whatever. We're getting a lot of those kind of games these days. And then, of course, uh, not related to the PlayStation Plus, but Last of Us Part 1, the remake for PS5, comes out on September 2nd for anybody who uh, is interested in that. Sweet. Couldn't find anything for Switch games coming out this week, uh, but I want to remind people that Multiplatform has Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection that came out on the 30th. So that is available for, well, everything. Nice. Have you bought it already? Yeah, yeah, we got, we we bought it today. Okay. We'll uh, we'll be playing that. We'll have that one for our next episode. Sounds good. Whenever that is, might be years from now. I'm not yeah, sure. You never know. Always keep them guessing. <laughs> All right. Well, our big big story this week, I guess, is the Gamescom roundup. You know, we we we've got some news from from Gamescom. Thought we could go over mm-hmm. not not necessarily the stuff that we really love, but. Uh, I think it's important for for people. So first off, Dune Awakening uh, revealed a trailer. This is an open world survival MMO developed by Funcom. MMOs are not really my thing, but the Dune aspect of it had my interest. Yeah. I'm assuming this is PC. I don't know about console, but uh, I thought it was uh, worth noting since Dune was a a big thing this last year and... We're getting a sequel. Sony announced, this is probably one of the bigger things, uh, Sony announced DualSense Edge for the PS5. Uh, This is basically a PS Pro controller. It's going to have swappable thumbstick caps and adjustable dead zones, rear paddle buttons to manually reduce travel of triggers, along with other fucking miscellaneous things. But basically it's like a souped up controller to make you better at gaming. Got it. You know, get good by buying this really expensive controller. Right, of course. You know, obviously, Xbox has the Elite controller. There's a couple different versions of that out. And that goes for, like, what, 150 maybe more? Probably, yeah. I've never been one to be able to commit to that kind of a <laughs> a price yeah. tag on a controller. Yeah. Because I feel like they don't last long enough to... To commit to that price. Yeah, like, are, are the... But, like, maybe they last longer if they're that? They they would have to. Like, right? They have to have at least... If I'm paying $150, it better last three years at least. Yeah. 
And that might not be realistic, but it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, I don't really care about this, but I also don't care about the Elite controller. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure this is going to be really popular for people that, you know, like Call of Duty, you know, the, the first-person shooters. Those yeah. seem to be the games that people like these kind of controllers for. And like esports people, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But here's something that you would probably be more interested in. Hogwarts Legacy, they revealed a new story trailer uh, where players will be tempted to use dark magic. They introduced the Slytherin side of it and this option to like basically be good or evil mm-hmm. based off the magic you choose to use. Um, they had like some moment where you're killing like basically zombies. Um, you know, it it kind of was a fun side of the game that was like probably more appealing to me you know fighting mm-hmm. creatures rather than just like being a nerd <laughs> being a nerd being a magic nerd okay you know yeah yeah i mean that makes sense there were supposed to be aspects of like uh like how your choices affect your like results of the game or whatever mm-hmm. so that makes total sense that they would be tempting you to use dark magic yeah and i believe we have what uh February release for that? I don't even remember. I know it, it was delayed, right? Yes. That's why I have no Maybe idea. Maybe it was March. Anymore. I just don't know anymore. I know it was delayed to next year. It comes out tomorrow. February 10th. February 10th. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, February. There is a new Tales from the Borderlands that was revealed, uh, and it's getting an October 21st release. Of this year? So we oh. should probably play Tales from the Borderlands that we bought many, many years ago. A hundred years ago? Yeah, we probably should. That's like a quick uh, turnaround time from like announcing and then releasing, isn't wow, it? Wow, I mean, that's kind of a nice thing, right? It is you know, nice. Last Rather than like got, five years from now. You know, the news that the uh, Knights of the Old Republic remake might not see the light of day. Like, mm-hmm. we, you know, it's just, and that was announced with just a title and it's just like... yeah. Maybe we need this kind of thing where we don't know about something until it's pretty much done. Yeah, makes sense. I've been seeing a lot on uh, Twitter about this new Tales from the Borderlands. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's all new characters. I don't know if we're going to have any real tie-ins or if they're starting like a whole new group of characters to then put into another Borderlands game. You know, like Borderlands 4. I don't you know. Like obviously 3 probably is considered the the cap on that story arc right yeah uh there's a little bit of news about sonic frontiers it was announced for a november 8th release date it looked like more 3d sonic okay not really my boat but uh it looked good gorgeous yeah. graphics they have red shoes i think he had red mm-hmm. shoes sounds like sonic blue bod yeah <laughs> somebody blew him yeah or he blew himself he blew himself yeah all right um, I, I know this is a game that you're going to be excited about. Oh, yeah. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is getting a multiplayer game. It's going to be released in early 2023 as a 3 verse 7 live service game <laughs> by TerraVision Games. How the fuck do you have it? What's a 3 verse 7 game? I'm assuming it's going to be three clowns versus seven people trying to escape. And the reason I'm going with the clowns are the three is because it would be fucked up if there's more... <laughs> There's more clowns than Clowns people. to kill the people than there are people to get away. That's true. But also because in the screenshots uh, and stuff three. that they revealed, there was, I think, four or five people in one shot. Okay. Which then tells me that they've got to be the group of seven. Got it. Okay. That's just deductive reasoning. 
Okay. Yeah, so you're probably fucking jazzed about this. Hell yeah. Yeah. Such an underrated movie. I don't know actually if that's true, but yeah. I think it's such a good movie. <laughs> this is a movie I want to see a remake for. I think yeah. they could do so much with this. Yeah. Like you could lean into the comedy side still, but like I think that they could totally do a Killer Clowns from Outer Space movie. Yeah. Like a modern take and it'd be mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, maybe. I know you're just like, no, fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh, so what's promising about this game, though, is uh, it's led by Randy Greenback, who was the executive producer on Friday the 13th game, which was a big hit until it hit some kind of ownership issue with the property and they had to shut the game down because there was debate on who owned the property and so it caused an issue for the game development that's dumb bummer but it was a good game from what i understand mm-hmm. um and last in our news this is, uh, there was obviously more news than this with gamescom but i just wanted to give us a roundup of the things that were more interesting to us uh gotham knights is releasing early apparently it was announced to get a october 21st release instead of october 25th gotcha so anybody who scheduled time off work for the 25th go fuck yourself go fuck yourself (laughs) that's what wb games wants you to know that actually works out pretty well though because it turns out it's instead of a monday it's a friday so if you're the kind of person... Yeah, okay, but if you work, that takes away from my jokes. So. Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, a lot of people probably still work weekends, so it might not work for them. See? There you go. Yeah. Don't you look like an idiot now? Yep. People work weekends. I know. So. It's embarrassing. Yeah. All right, let's get into our quickies. Okay. PlayStation VR 2 will apparently release in early 2023. This was... I believe accidentally confirmed on a PlayStation regional Twitter account. Not like not like our region, but like one that I think they didn't expect it from. And then Okay. So somebody found it and was like, Oh. Yeah. Uh so it's going to feature an O L E D display with hundred and twenty Hertz refresh. Okay. Um, that's... I don't know if we have a price yet, and that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Five bucks. <laughs> Yeah. Take it or leave it, Sony. Hopefully it's five bucks. It's just like the 3D glasses from the theater. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Overcharged me for it. Yeah. Uh, Actually, it looks like we all pretty much just Sony news for the rest of our quickies. We've actually, I feel like, talked about this before, so I'm kind of confused how this is news. Sony has officially created a PlayStation Studios mobile division. Didn't we talk about this before? I honestly don't remember. So, uh, according to Sony, uh, it will be an innovative, on-the-go experience based on new existing PlayStation IP that meet PlayStation Studios' high-quality standards operating independently from console game development. What I'm hearing is they're going to just take their properties and make little microtransaction games out of them for mobile. Yeah, it sounds about right. Okay. They they do like money. They'll probably put like PlayStation One games on mobile for the buy. Yeah, I would be shocked if that didn't happen. Yeah, and if that doesn't get money out of you, Sony has a backup plan. Uh, they have announced that the PS Five will see a price increase in select markets. This is via the PlayStation blog. Uh, they're 
Reasoning is the global economic environment is a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. Uh, we are seeing high global inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Uh, and so because of this, they are raising uh, round $50 to the price of the PS5 yes. in areas. So your typical story of big, giant, multi-billion dollar company raising the prices on people buying their items instead of just taking a brief less profit. Well, I mean, typically consoles, I don't know what it's like right now. Or, you know, just in general with consoles the last generation or two. But, mm -hmm. like, typically they don't make money on the console. They make money on the software. And they're... I think the PS4... I think they broke even, if I remember reading correctly, about the PS4. Mm. They didn't lose anything, but they didn't gain anything. Um, that could have changed at a certain point, though, because... Of the different versions they've put out ever since so i'm not going to get into all the different prices but it's going to affect both the disc and the digital version in these regions the regions that are going to be affected are europe the uk japan china australia mexico canada and i think that's it a lot of places. Sounds like I a mean, lot I'm of kind of surprised yeah. we're America is not in there. Like, I'm really surprised. I mean, yeah. if Canada's in there, why the fuck are we not? And Canada, I mean, we're Mexico. So why already, are we not? We're probably already being overcharged. You think so? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe so here's the thing. Uh, so basically, they're like, yeah, just pay us fifty dollars more if you want this. Now, I think this is a dick move. Because you already set the price range, yeah. the retail price, yeah. years ago. But at the same time, when we see people paying $1,500 for a PS5 from a scalper, you yeah. can't really be mad at Sony for saying, give me $50 more. Yeah, it's true. And I know that they're saying this is about like distribution like fees and like mm -hmm. the cost of getting it out there versus mm -hmm. just we want more money. But like... yeah. It could also just be like, well, you know, why not add a little bit more money to it? Yeah. Uh, Microsoft has responded that they will not be raising the raising the price of the Xbox Series S or X. Good. Um, and it will be staying where it's at. So that's clearly going to help Microsoft at you know in that aspect. Game market of, share. Yeah. You know, we solved that same issue with uh, the the first launch for the Xbox One versus the PS3, PS4, right? Yeah. Xbox One, PS4. Xbox One, PS4, yeah. right. So we kind of saw that same thing where it was the Xbox One struggled because it kind of included the Kinect adapter, which made it, well, not adapter, the camera, which made it more expensive. Mm -hmm. So you were paying, I think it was like $100 more for an Xbox than you were for a PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And so people went PlayStation for many reasons, but yeah. that was one of the reasons they didn't want to pay for this extra item they didn't give a fuck about. And so... Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we see that kind of play out here where I could just pay less for an Xbox and then have Game Pass and all these other games yeah. that are going to benefit me. You know, like Call of Duty, stuff like that that are going to yeah. be in Game Pass probably. Yeah. Uh, once that whole clears with the uh, whatever buyout review, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. I feel like at the very least, so this is my last note for this. If... They're going to raise the price by 50 bucks. 
at the very least, then release the colored plates in boxes. Let people pick a colored plate if you're charging them $50 more anyways. You know what yeah, I mean? that's true. You're still making a profit. There's no way that that cost you $50 to make. Yeah. Just an idea. Yeah, I like that idea. Because if I'm being told I have to pay more, and I'm at least getting this cool color out of it, then I'm more You're willing less mad. to. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm less mad than if you just like, no, just give me $50 more. Yeah. And we'll end on that. Uh, light news week, I feel like, outside of Gamescom. We did play a couple things. We'll start out with, uh, we did play Mario Kart's new DLC course pack whatever the fuck it's called Mm -hmm. the the second batch of releases it was eight tracks um some of them i think most of them were remakes of older levels um and then i think there was like one or two new ones uh there obviously there was no real like mechanical change to the game it's all still the same mario kart 8 that we've played but i thought we could kind of talk a little bit about like just like how you how you feeling about the the courses that we're getting and stuff? Does it feel like it was worth the twenty bucks? Is it add any longevity of gameplay to this, or you feel like it's more of a okay? I play these courses now. I'm out. I mean, for me, I'm not a big Mario Kart fan, so it it's not a very good value add for me. Oh, okay. But it's, it's like what twenty twenty five, I think, for the season pass. If you don't have the online subscription, mm. I think it was for sixteen courses. Okay. No, 32. 32, I think. Okay. So if you I mean if you like Mario Kart, it makes it seems like a reasonable deal, like it was fine, like but I'm Yeah, just... I mean it's, it's only adding courses, right? We're not getting characters as far as we know. Right. We haven't yet, mm-hmm. I don't think. I I don't think we've gotten courses. Or, I mean, characters, so we've yeah. just gotten courses. Uh the new one that was like not a remake was some like weird dessert world and i thought it was kind of fucking oh, yeah. stupid like, but it was like candy land um, but like other stuff i would kind of more prefer to see some remakes of fun levels versus the new ideas if that's what they're going to be like yeah give us some more mario themed stuff unless like i don't know what the fuck that was but it was like this weird dessert world candy land this yeah. is what okay. i was... okay all right fine <laughs> I was trying to afford that term for legal oh, reasons. okay. Dessert World. Dessert World. <laughs> it's like the generic version. Dessert Dungeon. I don't know. Um, it's fun, though. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, it was fun. I don't mind... Like, I like playing it every now and then, but, like, I lose interest in Mario Kart really quickly because I'm like, yep, still bad at it. Yep, still bad at it. I mean, that's it. why we, we played on 50 for you. Yes. Yeah. It's just one of those games you gotta get used to the... Uh, like, it's all about drifting. Yeah, but, like, so driving games aren't my thing in general, so. Yeah, it's Mario Kart, though. It's, like, it's not. Okay. Mario Kart's not my thing in general. Okay, I was just yeah. saying. Like, it's a lot easier than, than a oh, typical Forza. racing games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either way. Um, it's it's not meant for that complicated of a. Okay, well, my statement still stands. Okay. It's not my kind of game, typically, but I did enjoy playing briefly with you just to see okay. what's going on with your new yeah. DLC. I feel like I, I don't really have like a group of people I play Mario Kart with a lot, so mm-hmm. like it's for me, it's like I just it it felt like it's worth the money just to have the experience of these levels that you know some you going back to from other you know there was like N sixty four Super Nintendo levels that they remade and they didn't just like plot them over 
3D, they like made the the courses actually evolve and change with each lap, and I thought mm-hmm. it was really fun and and creative to actually like expand on it rather than just what we got originally. That's good. I'm um, glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's fun, but like like I said, it's kind of like a I'll probably play it once or twice more the new courses again and then i'll probably not be back till the next batch of courses comes out later this year or whatever it is yeah but yeah i mean it's it's more mario kart 8 and i think we've already heard that mario kart 9 is in the work so okay we'll see what happens with that one yeah but uh one day for now we're getting more courses for eight yes all right uh then you i guess played power wash simulator yep that's the last thing we've got for our gaming. Yeah. Um, it's so actually... what did you power wash and did you simulate it correctly? Uh, okay. So I, so what happened was I went to try to download that like Calico, which is the cat, we're rebuilding a cat cafe game. And then a cat fay. Yeah. So I couldn't find it right away, but like on the main screen of Game Pass was Power Wash Simulator. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to try that too. So I clicked download and it just happened to finish before the other one did. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, and it, you start out by like power washing a van that's like your van as the power wash person or whatever your business is. Mm-hmm. And then you get jobs after that. I think I was only on. Job number two or three. Because I remember being... It was like a very big jump in like how much crap there was. Because the van was like, okay, there's one vehicle. I know like the parts of a vehicle. I understand what Mm. it's supposed to do. But then the next one was like somebody's fucking back patio or like yard. And Mm. it was like, there's a... Make sure you flip over all the rocks and wash them. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, okay, so there's like several fencing areas. There's a patio table. There's like a dog house. There's a dog bowl. There's some fucking... definitely dirty then. Yeah, this is like a kid's like toy car thing. There's like a birdhouse, a grill, and like a bunch of patio bricks and shit. And like Mm. a fountain... Like a, a so it was pond. A, it was a yard thing. It was like a really complicated yard of like a bunch of different items, and every single thing was covered in mud. Mm. It was ridiculous. So it Sounds was like a muddy situation. I have trouble with this game because it was like it's something that I thought was supposed to be like relaxing, but it's not relaxing to me because it's something that I'm like it's a chore. Like I yeah. have to get this clean, and it's not going how I want it to. I be. think you don't like simulator games. <laughs> That's the vibe I've gotten from every similar game you've ever played. You're like, this is just a chore, and I don't like the stress of doing it. Uh. I think you are too of a perfectionist. Yeah. And they make these games specifically to to make you not perfect. Because that's the whole point. They want you to, like, struggle with getting it. Yeah. I think I was getting the hang of it, but, like, if you get further along, it's probably easier. Because, like, it was cool. There's, like, little attachments. You can buy different pressure washers. You can buy little nozzles, the different nozzles that have different Mm. power and different spread, whatever. You can buy special cleaners that are, like, make you able to clean different surfaces faster. But then you have to keep buying the fucking cleaner. And it was just like, this is stupid. And I was like, I don't have enough money to do this. I just started the game. So I think gotta, when I you gotta upgrade and power up your uh, washer. I, I upgraded a couple of things, go, but like go power washer. I only had like hundred twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Mighty Morphin power washer. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Um, 
so it was definitely very satisfying to see the cleaned off areas because once you're done with like a spot it like shines blue and does like a ding like when you're done yeah it's pretty great so it tells you when you're done it tells you when you're done you don't have to guess which i did appreciate that's nice but you have to get damn near 100 percent clean for it to say that like it's not do you think they have like a god mode where you unlock mr clean (laughs) maybe I didn't play You're too just, much. And where you walk just starts getting clean. Yeah, that'd be pretty badass. Um, I'd have to check and see. I just barely figured out where the settings were. So I think there's like maybe some modifications. Um, so I might check it out a little bit more. But I just felt like there were... It was... I do like The Sims. and That's a simulator game. But I also like that I can press pause on that. Yeah. And there's I also do play with cheats. So maybe that's the difference. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> So, it was a fun game to check out. I don't know if I would get super deep into it, but I'll probably play a little bit more, see if I can unlock some of the features of the fucking power washer. Gotcha. And this is on Game Pass, so yes. anybody who's unfamiliar, you could buy it. It's on Game Pass. I assume it's on PlayStation. Probably, yeah. Um, I feel like it would be a Switch game, but I don't know if it is. Not yet, at least, if it's not. That'd be really cool if it was on Switch with, like, being able to use the motion, the, uh, like, back in the, you know, not Switch, but. Like the Joy-Cons? The Joy-Cons, yeah. Like, if you could use it motion-wise or whatever mm. to, like, point it. Yeah, I could see them trying to do something that would be pretty, like that. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be kind of, like, you'd just, like, rotate through different things and you have to hold it down and. Yeah. Spray. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, physically point it with your hand. Yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty badass. But, yeah, it, it was okay. overall, it was okay. I mean, it's definitely, it's worth checking out if you already have Game Pass. I would not subscribe to Game Pass for it. <laughs> I think there's plenty of other games to subscribe to Game Pass for over that, this. That's fair, yeah. Like, Lawn Simulator? Yeah, Lawnmower Simulator is definitely a good one. No, no, not Lawnmower. Oh. Lawn Simulator. Lawn Simulator. Yeah. Okay. It's not a real game. I just made it up. I kind of thought you. I kind of thought you. It's might a prequel have. to Lawnmower Simulator. Got it. So, is this it, one? Do you like plant the seed and watch the lawn would, grow? Do you think we'd ever see oh that? Oh my god! I bet we would. Do you think that that happens? Like landscaping in, simulator. Do you think that happens in like farming simulator? Like you have to like plant well, I mean, the crops and watch them grow. I mean, yeah. Well, you have to like not just watch them. You have to like water them and shit. Yeah, you have to like, fertilize. Like pluck them and. Pluck them. <laughs> you know, like Pikmin. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> um, that's a game that I'm surprised hasn't been made yet. A Pikmin farming simulator spinoff. Yeah. It's announced. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. By Nintendo. Yeah. Proof that they listen to us. It, it would be proof. <laughs> I guess you're right. It would be. <laughs> or that somebody who listens to us knows somebody yeah. at Nintendo. Or, yeah. yeah. Or they work for Nintendo. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I have this really great idea. Yeah. And then they get credit for it. And yep. they get a promotion. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> the, the hypothetical guy. Stealing our ideas. Yeah. You coward. bullshit. All right. So what are you rating uh, Power Wash Simulator? Uh, it's a slice it. Okay. So it's it's a wash. Yeah. It's a, pa- a, it's a power wash. It's a power wash. Yeah. <laughs> I might like it it's more. It's not good. I... It's not bad. It's just, it is. But, I might like it more if I get a little bit more advanced and like make some more money on jobs. So I'll I'll, I'll let you know if I change my mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does 
at some date later on on the podcast, you're like, you know that time I said I liked this game? <laughs> well, I don't think I do anymore. <laughs> so we're going to have to change my review. Yeah. Got to re-record this whole episode. Speaking of re-record this whole episode, we're done. I'm, I got yeah. nothing else. So <laughs> I was like, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to stop recording this episode. Yes. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I'm glad you could join us. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcast service. Uh, come visit us on all the social medias. We've got Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction. We've got Instagram, Dissecting This Fiction. We've got Twitter, at DTFpod. And then you can check out our website, DTFcast.com. Or send us an email to DTFpod at gmail.com. Don't forget about my Twitch streams. Classy Cat Dad. That's it for episode 123 of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye-bye.